Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC. Oh, you pickle tell you. You'll get a punch up the conk if you don't belt up, mate. <laughs> Mr. Seagoon, please. Such vulgarity ill becomes you. Nonsense. It throws him down to the ground. What? Especially ill he is down to the ground. Baffle me with the posh chap, Mrs. Spriggs. Now, Mr. Green said, if you'll just stand in this bath and trickle and sit down slowly, you'll come to a sticky end. Part two. The dreaded goon show. This week, the moon show. Everybody dance. Yes, folks. It is 1853, the year of months. <laughs> no giggling, please. Now then, if listeners in the Lincolnshire district will raise their blinds, they will observe the moon casting its painted wooden beams upon a compost heap on which is on which is found a ragged idiot recumbent upon a field of turnips. He speaks in spokes. Ah, moon! Ah, English type moon! What beauty! What rotundity! What delicacy! What purity! What joy! What rubbish. Only ten watts? Oh, not very bright, are you? I don't wish to The voice came from a face sinister standing up a tree. Sigun held up a board which said, What are you doing up a tree? We are mountaineering on a rather tight budget. <laughs> Allow me to introduce my friend here on the South Col branch. He is, and I quote from the blue book of the London Telephone Directory, Count Jim Knees... Moriarty, fruit bottler extraordinary to the house of Pronk, and ex-world Turkish bath champion. Oh, 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 oh. Listen, Nettie, we heard your poetry, and it's an insult to people without knees to hear that type of stuff. What, 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 what? Are you can say that again. What, 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 Addressing Neddy Davis Seagoon, celebrated ink writer and tramp poet for East Clum. If you can do better, go ahead. Right, lad. Moriarty, hand me my poet's tin speaking trumpet. Right. I'll lug it into my knee. There once was a beautiful moon. It was up in the sky, chum. When he said, What's the time? They replied, What? And the horse departed, leaving spawn. <laughs> It didn't rhyme or scan. Do you think it was easy? <laughs> you see, Neddy, that's known as poetic license. Where can I get a poetic license? Oh, uh, there's just one left in the shop. Here, eightpence marked down from six for three. What a reduction! <laughs> I'll just write you a check on the side of this horse. Right. Sign your name across the bottom. <laughs> there. There, gentlemen. Wait a minute. How do we know this horse won't bounce? I assure you, any reputable stable will cash it. Thank you, Neddy. And here's our receipt on this banjo. <laughs> Thank you and thank you. Now to test my new poetic license. 
Where's my letter speaking trumpet? <clears throat> ah, moon. You're like a melody type tune. You're so clever you can rhyme with boon. Moon, a boon is the moon in June, the boon. I'll think of another rhyme soon. And in this land of liberty, I'll make my living at poetry. You'll starve. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm afraid, lad, your verse still lacks Browning's merry note. Did he leave one? For the milkman, he did, yes. I... Listen, Neddy, you're very fond of the moon, aren't you? Yes, if only it were mine. Neddy, it can be. Step up into the tree into my office. Good morning, Mr. Singh. Good morning. <laughs> now, Neddy, pull up your trousers and sit down. Neddy, the moon has been in Moriarty's family for many generations. You mean the moon is of French origin? So the blood tests show. Unfortunately, at the uh, end of the last century, during the anti-Moriarty riots in Paris, the dear Count was forced to flee to England, bringing the moon with him. How did he manage that? I bought it in the daytime, disguised as the sun. Quel brilliant stratagem. Quel terrible pronunciation. What, 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 what? I'm coming to that. Ah. You see, lad, owing to the high cost of maintaining his ancestral bed-sitter, Count Moriarty is forced to put the moon on the open market. It's for sale? Only by public auction, maybe. Where, when, how, what, who? Yes, well, for reasons best known to Moriarty, the auction will take place at dead of night in a tree at Christie's. Yes, till then, Neddy, our revoyer, which is French for Max Gildre. But round the back for the old brandy now. Good luck. Right.
And now, The Moon Show, part two. An auction. Gentlemen, 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 please. Gentlemen, please. If you will take up your positions in your respective trees, we will commence the auction. Now then, first, one moon, the property of Count Moriarty. Now, folks. Oh, what am I bid for one moon? No. Start the bidding, Ned Eddie. Seven and six. Seven and six. Ned, you can outbid that. Ten shillings. Ten shillings going one ten, ten, ten shillings, Ned Eddie. Don't let him get away with ten that. You're right. One, twelve and eleven. It's worth more, Ned Eddie. It's twelve and twelve. Sold at twelve and twelve pence. Oh, my finger. <laughs> now, the next item was this explodable bust of Natalie. It's mine. The moon is mine. The moon is mine tonight. The silvery beam comes down through my window. The moon is mine tonight. It's mine. Hey! You'll starve. <laughs> now, the proud owner of the moon, Seagoon retired to his centrally heated compost heap in Lincolnshire and applied himself to his steaming art. Now, where's my new roast beef speaking trumpet? <clears throat> no poetry speaker is complete without it. Play testing, testing, one, two, three. Seems all right to me. <clears throat> no. Oh, 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 now my dreams. How brightly it gleams. What comes next? I know. Ying Tong, Eagle Eye Ball. Bravo, bravo, lad. Aren't you Neddy under milk pudding, Seagoon? <laughs> I've turned tramp composer, lad. Well, give us a tune on an instrument. Well, it is only plays if you place a coin in it, you say. And I, uh, I seem to have left my pockets in my other suit. Uh, got, um... Here's a shilling. Oh, ta, yes, fine. Away we go. One, two, three. And the next chance, please. What a beautiful tune that was. Yes, it's number one on the stock exchange, you know. <laughs> I wrote it myself. It was spring and the moon above Paris. Stop, Bloodduck! Moon over Paris. Moon above Paris? Obviously, Moriarty didn't bring the moon over from France in the first place. This one over England must be a forgery. What? <laughs> well, there's only one way to prove it, lad. Oh, we well. must consult the Royal College of Astronomers. And to give us time to get there, Tom Danger and his orchestra will play in the pavilion. <laughs> As Seagoon hurries to the Royal College of Astronomy, awaiting him there are two erudite astronomers who are even at this moment astronoming. <laughs> hey, Professor Eckert. Please, Professor Bottle, my good man. Yes? Let me get on with my mathematical work. Okay, then. Away with you. All right, then. Let me see now. Computations. Higher mathematics. Lower mathematics. X. Two straight lines. Is the unknown quantitative. X. Two. Do you think Arthur will beat the spur this week? I should think 
I should think it's most unlikely. Why? They're playing Blackpool. <laughs> Here, press the echo. Have you seen the moon anywhere? You must remember where you put things, my good man. <laughs> Have you looked up the giant telescope? Oh, I tried that. Yes, I will try that. <laughs> oh, you was right. The moon is inside the telescope. <laughs> The moon's up the other end. And a bit of the sky. Let's put the cap on the end, quick. Oh, goody, goody. We got it tripping. We got it for That got rid of him. He's gone. Who's gone? <laughs> you have. You naughty boys. What have you done with me? What have you done with me? What are you... What, what are you doing with the great old British leather telescope? We dropped the moon inside it, Professor. Oh, let, let me see with a looking type gaze. Get the... My oh, men. Oh. They're right. They captured the moon. Oh. oh. <laughs> we must put it in the fridge before it goes off. Goes off, Henry? Yes. Didn't you know the moon is made of green cheese? We can have it by supper, Henry. Oh, that's a good idea, Auntie Min. Young bottle. Uh, what are you doing out of bed without your pajama trousers on? You see what it was? Yeah. We was playing from the latest film, Zarek, and little Jim had my pajama trousers over his nut. Oh. He got one arm down the leg, waving it about like a chunk. He was an elephant, you see. Well, suddenly I sneezed, and a seat of my trousers fell out, knocking little Jim into the bar. Oh, dear, dear. Little Jim. Little Jim, little Jim. <laughs> Tell them what happened, little Jim. <laughs> Min, Min, get, get these adapted children up to bed, you... Shut up, you naughty... Good evening. Okay, come in out of the dry and wet yourself by this tap. Thank you. Professor, I want proof that there is only one genuine moon. Ah, oh, there is only one. We've got it trapped in this telescope here. Let me see. <laughs> That's the false one. The real moon is over Paris. What? This means war with Napoleon. <laughs> Take the scabbard off my safety pin and fetch my leather horse quickly. <laughs> no, sir. No, your moon. I must go to France and get back my rightful moon. Farewell, Ellington. Keep them amused while I'm away. Man, the excuses he makes to get to that brandy. <laughs>
in the Hotel Deluxe de Super Ritz in Paris. Waiter, Garcon. What is it, Monsieur? Marathi? <laughs> I'm tired of driving this lift, do you hear? I told you that 12 shillings we got off Seagull wouldn't go far. Family boys, Monsieur. Who is who will tell me who will sell the bain? Maybe. Goodbye. Moriarty. Shut up, you heavily oiled French wreck. <laughs> Gentlemen, what do you mean? It's just a word, Murray. Oh. Here is a rope for your arrest. Arrest? Run for it. Run, Run for it. That's the very horse I wrote the check on. After them on this pit orchestra. Across the length, length and length of Europe, Sigun pursued the charlatan new menders. Finally, I chased them to Venice. <laughs> 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 
tonight. H-E-L-P. Senor, this way. Let me pull you from the water. Uh, oh, thank you. You saved my life. Well, we all make mistakes, you know. I know. I saw your wife. Now, where are they? Hiding behind the clothes horse in Romania. All right, you do. Come out from behind that clothes horse in Romania. Curse, he's seen us in Romania. The game's up in the pipe. Never mind, I say. Get behind the wheel of these running shoes. Right. Hold tight, and off we go to the rifle. Curses. They had the perfect formula for escape. Then, Willie, listeners, <laughs> as the criminals in the streamline LCC pencil sped over the Ponte Rialto, I leapt into English sharing cupboard and gave chase. <laughs> While the chase is in progress, I should like to take this opportunity of thanking you all for your letters to me. <laughs> Many correspondents have asked why I have not made more significant and prolonged appearances in my role of Wallace Greenslade, Demon Talker. I can assure you that I have approached Mr. Seagoon with regard to taking over his part in the show. He said, uh, well, um, I've got it written down here. Uh, you stick to announcing or you will get a punch up your big steaming conch. <laughs> which, um, which, as you'll all agree, is not the wittiest of lines. I will therefore return you to the Great Seagoon versus Moriarty Grip Pipe Thin Chase, this time with piano accompaniment. Exciting, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is, isn't it, Danny? <laughs> uh, oh. It's no good, grip pipe. These feet I'm using are exhausted. My knees are overheated, too. We shall have to catch a train to Tangier. What luck, grip pipe. Here's a sound effect of a booking office. I'll get the ticket. Too cheap to return to Tangier. Where are those men booked to? They're going to Tangiers. Are they? Yes. I'll book the carriage right behind them and try to overtake them. Porter? Yes, yes. Carry me to the train. You look strong enough to carry yourself, sir. Very well. Help me up onto my shoulder. Right. <laughs> you dropped your knees, mate. Oh, 
I specially asked for this sheep grit pipe with our backs to the engine. I wondered why we were sitting on the cow catcher. Hands up! Drop everything! <laughs> a lifetime of work gone. Now, gentlemen, that moon you sold me was forged. I have it here inside this telescope. Oh, well, now, look, here. we are willing to sell you the real moon, but, of course, it, it'll work out much dearer. Let me see now. Eight million tons at one and nine ton, that'll be, what, uh, 14 pounds, Nelly. Done! Now, my moon, please. Let me show you, Nelly. Uh, look, I'll just hold this jam jar up to the sky, get it in the right position, that's it. Now, there. What do you see in it? The moon. The moon, it, it's in the jam jar. Correct, Neddy. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, no, it's a white. Hooray! The moon is mine! And that is how Mr. Seagoon brought the genuine moon back to England. And a pretty dull ending it was, too. The Goon Show, a BBC recorded program featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacombe, and Spike Milligan, with the Religion Quartet, Max Geldray, and the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott. Script by Spike Milligan and Larry Stevens. Announcer Wally Screenslade. The program produced by Pat Dixon. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.